I'm Caitlin Ammon, Marketing and Communications Program Officer of the Delaware Division of the Arts and your host uh, and your host today. My guests today are Ray Jones Avery and James Ray Rhodes. Ray, uh, Ray Jones Avery is a, um, is a cultural activist here in Wilmington uh, a, and a performer and a musician on top of that. And James Ray Rhodes is the executive director of the Christina Cultural Arts Center, also in Wilmington. Um, and I'd also be remiss not to mention, to not mention that um, Ray Jones Avery was the previous executive director of the Christina Cultural Arts Center. And that from everything I've read, um, both of you are forces to be reckoned with. That's, that's one of the biggest things I took after doing all of the research for this and, and listening to previous interviews you've all done and, and given. It was, it was very uh, inspirational. Um, so uh, Ray Avery will be performing at Sounds of Resilience on Sunday, November 7th. And it's one of uh, Christina Cultural Arts Center upcoming events. So welcome to Delaware State of the Arts. I'm so glad to have both of you on. Thank you. Glad to be here. <laughs> it's an honor to get to speak to, to both of you and meet you both this way. Um, so what I thought we could start out with is, um, Ray, uh, if you could tell our listeners uh, about the Christina Cultural Arts Center um, and specifically also from what I've been reading that how it's really much more than an art center here in Wilmington. Yes, well, thank you very much again. Excited to be here to talk uh, one about what Christina is doing, um, how we've uh, overcome the last 18 or so months um, and uh, what we're uh, planning uh, in the very near future. Uh, Christina, um, for most of those who don't know, is a 76-year-old uh, organization uh, dedicated to uh, the arts, and that arts includes music, uh, literature, um, uh, as well as drama. Uh, we also um, are in the education arena. We have our early childhood education uh, department where we uh, serve 40 uh, preschoolers uh, who are on an aggressive track uh, to be able to read by the third grade. Uh, these three, four, and five-year-olds this year uh, will be uh, be doing something that uh, most preschoolers don't do. Uh, they all have iPads, individual iPads, as a part of their regular curriculum. Uh, so we're introducing technology early to them so that they can, again, learn their sight letters, start to develop words and phonics and things of that nature. Uh, we also have a career pathways program here at Christina, uh, where we put um, 18 or 17 to 24-year-olds in, in uh, creative industries, uh, internships to get them prepared for the work world. Uh, so we're having an impact uh, with the uh, local economy. But our flagship program is the School of the Arts, uh, where we have beginner, intermediate, and advanced dance classes uh, in, in seven, eight different genres. Uh, we also have music classes, uh, piano lessons, voice lessons, uh, uh, drum lessons, uh, in addition to uh, woodwind instruments, saxophone lessons. Uh, we have um, live uh, performances, uh, which we're going to talk about today. And we also provide an opportunity for uh, artists to uh, exhibit in our gallery. Uh, so 76 years ago, Christina was born out of the immigration movement, where Swedish and Polish immigrants migrated to the Christina shores. Um, and as their organization started aging off, they wanted to leave this organization to the indigenous black and brown community uh, of which that time was on the east side at Old Swedes. 
Um, so for those 76 years, Christina, like most other organizations, uh, weathered a lot of storms. Uh, again, we had to come through Jim Crow. Uh, we had to come through the civil rights movement. Uh, we had to come through Katrina and the hurricanes and the national disasters and all the economic conditions. And Christina uh, still stands today. So uh, had it not been for those pioneers, uh, Ray Jones Avery, um, uh, Percy Ricks and others who uh, sat in this seat um, and had the vision of uh, providing this opportunity to uh, our students and our young people in this community, um, Christina would probably be an afterthought. Uh, we have continue to stay focused, uh, not just on the arts, but also on the social issues. Uh, we're using arts and music uh, to address our young people with the tools necessary to deal with the social ills that they face uh, in, in their uh, environments, in their schools, in their classrooms, in their, in their communities every day. Um, we, we like to teach them that arts can be a buffer. Um, playing the drums could be that way that they let off this aggression instead of beating on someone else. Uh, we tell them that they can shoot cameras instead of guns and uh, they can dance on stages and act out on stages in structured environments instead of acting out in their classrooms and in their community. So uh, we're using the arts to address the social issues. Uh, we're very cognizant of the, um, the, the forces that play in, in our arenas every day uh, with um, justice, uh, with uh, inequalities, um, and all those other ills. So we're teaching our children how to use the arts uh, to embrace those and to be a part of those factors that, that go on in their lives every day. Wow, it's all so amazing. Thanks so much for, for that explanation. You said it, you know, researching Christina Cultural Arts Center and, and hearing you guys have been around for 76 years, such an impressive accomplishment. Um, just wanted to say, say that, get that out there. Um, and uh, from there, um, Ray, uh, the one thing I wanted to ask, especially, uh, you know, with you saying that you're a uh, cultural activist, um, could you speak to how being a cultural activist plays into your continued commitment to the Christina Cultural Arts Center after um, you left it a, a couple, you know, left your position as the executive director a couple years ago? No, thank you. Uh, yes, I uh I define myself as a cultural activist. It's, it's what I it's what I've been grounded in uh, my entire uh, life, understanding and and being a beneficiary of the healing power of the arts. And so I can I'm continuing uh, in 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 small ways um, to make um, the contribution that the creator would have me to make. Uh, working on some 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 projects. Uh, I'm working with the Wilmington Center. Uh, for education and equity uh, at the Urban League uh, with my partner, Lynn Howard, um, colleague Lynn Howard. And uh, I've been working with Tina Betts for the last two years. We, we continue to program all throughout COVID at Clifford Brown year round, as well as the, uh, the Summer Jazz Festival, which was a big, big, big hit. Um, and, and certainly uh, everything that, that I'm able to uh, due to Lincoln, the Christina Cultural Arts Center, um, and Ray is very gracious in that regard. So we, we work really closely together. Um, I also uh, have been a part of the three-year planning committee uh, that opened the fabulous exhibit, Afro-American Images 1971, the restaging of that exhibit, uh, the vision of Percy Ricks. And as Ray Rhodes mentioned, 
Uh, Mr. Ricks was the interim executive director at Christina in 1969 in the 70s, and he, along with Dr. James Newton, successfully shifted the mission from recreation to focusing on presenting and preserving art forms that are indigenous to African people. And uh, the last thing I want to share is that I have been um, selected, along with other artists across the country, uh, to spend um, uh, a half of a month in the Shenandoah Valley um, in an artist retreat. So you turn off your computers and your texts and your Facebook and all that, and you have uninterrupted time to create. So I'm really looking forward um, to that time in January. Oh, that's amazing. Congratulations on that. That's that's a really big honor there. It's amazing to hear. Um, so with all of that um, kind of coming together, uh, and we've... Uh, I want to kind of bring up, uh, as I said, this upcoming event, uh, Sounds of Resilience, and um, that's coming up on Sunday, November 7th, starts at 3 p.m. at the House of Laughs here in Wilmington. Could you both speak about how this event came about um, for you and, and why and how it came about, why it's occurring now, what, what brought everything together for it? Yeah, sure. Uh, so Christina is a uh a member of the Mid-Atlantic Arts Foundation. And this year, um, they relaxed some of their previous year requirements where uh, they provided a resilience grant. Um, and this grant allowed presenters to choose local talent to present instead of regional or national. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I thought about the opportunity to present uh, my predecessor, uh, someone who was still active, as she mentioned, uh, in, in the cultural arena, uh, people who were familiar with her, I thought this would be a great opportunity uh, not only to present Ray and Gerald and the rest of the orchestra, but also to continue to supplement the uh, Ray Jones Every Scholarship Fund here at Christina. Uh, so we were one of six organizations awarded the resiliency grant, uh, and I believe there were 30 some that applied. Uh, first, I, I graciously went to Ray and asked her, uh, would she be willing to uh, be able to present this concert if, if we were chosen? And she graciously accepted. Uh, so we thought that it would be an opportunity, again, to open up our performance season and to have no one better uh, than uh, Ray Jones Avery to do that, uh, raise a familiar face, uh, not not only uh, in, in the Wilmington, Newcastle County arena, but also uh, throughout the state um, and very well respected um, uh, by the panel uh, at Mid-Atlantic and all the other presenters at Mid-Atlantic. Um, I then thought, you know, as a part of our uh, goals going forward, how could we partner with a local entrepreneur uh, who just started. Uh, Ugandi Jacobs just opened the uh, House of Laughs uh, about a a year and a half ago. He got caught right in the middle of COVID. So he's looking for opportunities to present uh, artists and talent. So I thought it would be a great opportunity to partner with a local entrepreneur uh, to present Ray in a different setting than here at Christina. Um, And we've come to November 7th and we're extremely excited. I'll tell you, those uh, those in your listening audience, uh, if they join us, and we hope that, that they will, on uh, November Sunday, November the 7th. We did it on a Sunday. We did it in the afternoon so that people could, could, could come out uh, and, and not have to be worried about being out, you know, at night. Uh, you, you will not be disappointed, and it will not be because you heard me sing, but Gerald Chavis um, has put together some of the most beautiful arrangements. I typically sing uh, in a trio setting, 
Uh, and so the music had to be rearranged uh, for orchestra. And he's been he's been spending uh, the last uh, several months arranging uh, music. Uh, he's he's been um, uh, my friend for over 50 years. Gerald Chavis has. Uh, we, we grew up together and uh, he is one of the most well-known, one of the most accomplished musicians. And he's known nationally um, and has performed internationally. So I was really delighted that, that he that he said yes um, to, to joining me. He also was the former uh, artistic director of Christina Cultural Arts Center and a former board member, uh, you know, in the late nineties um, or, or or the early nineties. He's also taught and he and he continues to teach. So the first question that he asked me is, "What's the theme going to be?" So that's like asking if you know a thousand songs what's what five songs are you going to sing um so you know I, I said let me let me think about it let me think about it and um music is one of life's most important survival tools it nourishes us it gives us hope it helps us to heal it gives us the strength to keep going even in the toughest of times and so resilience came to my mind and so the sound of resilience uh the audience is invited to interpret the sounds of resilience in as individuals and so it's, it's not about a particular choice of of songs but simply and some of those songs will speak to that theme some of some of those some of the songs are are simply um beautiful music um and we make that offering as artists uh in order to help to lift people's spirits and so we're really looking we're really looking forward um, to the sounds of resilience on Sunday, November the 7th. And each musician has their own voice. So we come together as an ensemble uh, to make music not only together, but to bring the audience into, into the experience, not as observers, but as participants. And I wanna stay on that topic and on this important event coming up, um, but I also want to take a minute to remind our listeners that you are tuned into News Radio 1450 WILM and 1410 WDOV for Delaware State of the Arts, and that today I'm talking with Ray Jones Avery, a cultural activist here in Wilmington, and James Ray, jo James Ray Rhodes, the Executive Director of Christina Cultural Arts Center. Um, and we are discussing Sounds of Resilience, a upcoming event from Christina Cultural Arts Center um, that Ray Jones Avery will be performing at. Um, and that's going to be on Sunday, November 7th. Uh, and so one of the things I want to make sure we definitely highlight is that all, all proceeds from Sounds of Resilience will benefit the Ray Jones Avery Endowed Scholarship Fund at Christina Cultural Arts Center. Um, Ray, could, could you tell listeners more about the scholarship and how it's connected to and helps serve the really important mission, uh, Christina Cultural Arts Center's really important mission? Yes, so, you know, at Christina, we um, have a, what we will call it is a, a tiered um, opportunity for families to take part of our School of the Arts. Uh, and we serve a population 97% of the uh, folks that we serve here uh, are at or below the poverty level. Mm -hmm. So we want to make the classes affordable. But even with that, uh, we found that even at times like during COVID or during uh, economic downturns, our families still struggle with paying uh, what we consider the most affordable arts education uh, in the state of Delaware, possibly in the region. Uh, so we thought, how could we uh, continue to uh, uh, prolong the opportunities for these families and these students 
um, and the Ray Jones Avery Scholarship was born. Um, and this scholarship provides, the endowed scholarship provides opportunities for those families who may not be able to afford even our affordable classes. Uh, right now, that, that scholarship fund uh, is moving forward uh, tremendously uh, with uh, uh, very uh, uh, donations. Uh, besides this concert, we have other uh, ideals in place on how we continue to supplement it. And we have very aggressive goals of, of making this a million dollar endowment. Um, so that, again, uh, that would provide opportunities, we think, uh, into uh, the next uh, uh, a couple of decades for students to be able to take part of our classes. Yeah. I also would like to acknowledge the startup of the fund was initiated by the Werby Family Foundation and the Christina Cultural Arts Center Board of Directors. Uh, and everything has to have a starting place. And the uh, certainly I was honored that, that they wanted to establish um, the fund. And we, we really are so grateful for the contributions uh, to reach a million dollars. We need more contributors, more donors, and, and uh, we just invite uh, uh, people to consider donating to the fund. Yeah, um, and, and for that, I mean, uh, what other ways can listeners help support Christina Cultural Arts Center? Uh, you know, whether it's donating to this fund specifically or donating to the organization in general. Yeah, so, you know, Christina is a, a nonprofit, 501c uh, nonprofit. Uh, so all donations are recognized and, as uh, categorized and, you know, uh, policies and procedures of the IRS. So you make a contribution to Christina, uh, you're entitled to uh, write that off on your taxes. Uh, so when when folks contribute to Christina, either those funds are restricted or unrestricted. They get the opportunity to tell where they want those funds to go. So if you want to make a donation to the H. Ray Jones Scholarship Fund, you certainly can do that. Um, and again, these funds are, allow us to be able to continue to provide opportunities for students who can't afford it. Uh, right now, our classes uh, are probably about, I would say, 80 percent full, uh, which was, which is pretty good at this time of year. Uh, we're about to close the registration for the fall and start to prepare for our mid-year, our holiday concert. Uh, so, but there are other opportunities uh, to, to support. Again, I mentioned our early childhood education, uh, where we're putting three, four, and five-year-olds on an aggressive track to be able to read uh, by uh, third grade. Uh, last year, 96% of our students were able to meet the state requirements of reading not only 10 sight words, but all 26 sight Sight, I'm sorry, sight letters. Uh, the state says before going to kindergarten, students should be able to read 10 sight letters. Uh, 96% of our students were able to read all 26. Uh, and that's because we have a phenomenal staff. Uh, we have a phenomenal curriculum. That curriculum includes arts, music, dance, education, and now it includes technology. Our School of the Arts, I mentioned, we have an aftercare program called Heart Under the Hoodie. It's an after-school program where we uh, uh, put forces in place to try to help our students uh, or help the city and the state and the county uh, overcome the violence that a lot of our students are faced with. Um, in, this, in this program, they have free uh, dance lessons, music lessons, drama lessons, uh, a program that we're proud of, Urban Improv, uh, born in Boston, uh, teaches students how to, on the spot, uh, deal with different challenges in their life by taking scripts and prompts to be able to act those out. Um, we have some phenomenal instructors. Uh, we have seven instructors on our staff right now who once were Christina students uh, or come through Christina uh, through our arts, uh, our arts integrated um, um, program. So 
um, the legacy, um, the impact that we're having, um, the phenomenal um, instructors, executive directors, those staff members who served here at Christina. Uh, some of our board members still are involved in one way or another, uh, directly or indirectly. They come back. Uh, they provide opportunities. They provide advice to us. So uh, this is a village, and we talk about that cultural impact. And I think when people hear the name Christina Cultural Arts Center, they know that uh, their child is, is, is on a, an aggressive track. Ninety uh, percent of our students who are with us three to five years not only graduate from high school, but also graduate from college. Uh, so we're doing very um, integrated test samples now where we're following um, students who start as early as three years old, and we're following them through middle school and high school to see how well they're doing. Um, and we take uh, pride in making sure that our students not only uh, are able to deal with the vices in their communities, but they're also to, able to excel academically, which is very important. That's amazing. Now, we have a, about a minute and a couple minutes left. Um, and I just want to make sure we get out there. Where can they go to purchase tickets for what sounds like a really amazing upcoming event? Yeah, so to purchase tickets, you can go to uh, www.ticks.com backslash CCAC. Uh, you can also go to uh, CCACDE.org um, and go to the events page, and it will take you to a link to purchase tickets. Tickets are going fast. Um, right now, we have about 40, 50 tickets left. Uh, we still have another week, uh, but uh, as we check the uh, rolls daily, folks are buying two, three at a time. So uh, we're very excited, but uh, we want to be able to have uh, an opportunity for everyone to get this. And so we appreciate this opportunity to come on um, our mainstream radio to present this opportunity. As I said, we're so glad to have you on here. And we have come to the end of our time today. So I'd like to thank you both so much, uh, Ray Jones Avery and James Ray Rhodes for coming on to speak about this upcoming concert, Sounds of Resilience. Again, it's Sunday, um, November 7th, 3 p.m. at House of Laughs here in Wilmington. Um, and just in case we didn't mention it yet, tickets are $30 in advance, $35 at the door. But sounds like you really want to make sure you go and get them in advance at this point. Um, but thank you both so much for joining us today. Thank you for having thank us. You. Thank you. We appreciate it.